Perdick Moments podcast. I'm Andy Brown at Clinical Andy on Twitter. And joining me today is the gorgeous looking Ali Cornwall. Hello. Oh, gorgeous. Hello. And, uh, and Matt's here as well. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I, I haven't made the effort that Ali has tonight. I didn't bother with the makeup. You could have done your hair. Um, the, the dress yeah. wasn't necessary and, and, you know, the high heels. Even though we can't see his feet, he's, he's showing them off. <laughs> So, uh, um, yeah, in fairness, 10 out of 10, Ali. That is superb. Are you, are you feeling better after the after the ribbing you got for messing up the numbers in uh, Kodiak Momentum? I wouldn't bother by it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want my points. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, Any time either of you two want to do all the admin for Kodiak Momentum, you are welcome. <laughs> yeah, you make a fair point. Let's move on. Yep. Right, so today we're here to talk about games, games that are coming in 2019, but specifically before E3. Yes. <laughs> very, very specifically. Well, that's not that's not true. I've got one coming after E3 on my list. <laughs> that's not acceptable, um, because we all know what is so special about the opening day of E3 this year. I d- I do actually know. Oh, I'm refusing yeah, to Matt say. Does it. Actually, know. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I've got a veto on that. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So basically, it's it's any games that are coming before my birthday. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll go up to the end of June. I think. I think that's that's a fair point. Halfway through the year, then after E3, we can just do this again. Cheap episode. Yeah, we can uh, we can do a, a a new calibration after E3 and. Uh, and look at our, uh, what's coming up in the year ahead. In fact, we could do two cheap episodes because we could have what's coming up. And we can have did we actually like the games we were excited about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you guys are in for a treat this year. <laughs> <laughs> and if anything, that's announced that yeah. E3 is being released this year or next year or even on this generation of consoles. There we go. Maybe maybe this year we'll actually publish the E3 episode we record. <laughs> oh, let's, let's not get ahead of oh, ourselves. I would hate to break with that particular tradition. So, all right then. Um, that's that's the premise. That's what we're doing. We're looking at we're looking at some games, and uh, let's throw it over to um, Ali then first. I guess what what are your uh, what have you? What's the cream of your crop? Oh, um, so I've I've started kind of from March, just because we're recording this on the fifteenth of February. By the time it's released, Anthem's already going to be pretty much on the doorstep if not here so that would be on my list but it depends on where you fall on that particular release matrix doesn't it with anthem technically i was playing it before we hit record because i've got ea access so i can play it for 10 hours yeah but i am getting it on the ps4 to play with my mates and stuff so yeah that won't be till the the week after the 25th 2022nd 20, i think it comes out yeah. for the hoi polloi yeah. Uh, oh no. Does that depend on the, the? Anyway, it's too convoluted, so we'll skip past Anthem. Looking forward to it. What happened to single date releases? Have you have you seen this this matrix that they've put out, Matt? No, I haven't. That's why yeah. I genuinely, genuinely, I don't know because I'm I th- sorry. I apologise because I thought you were being a bit sarky, but no, they they have no, no, no. I don't know out, anything about it. They put yeah. out a grid um, with about is it like four or five different options of various memberships that you can have. What platform you want it on? Um, what edition you've brought? You know, did you give blood within the last three months? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. What edition you've bought? Um, and you basically, 
yeah, you, you have to use this this grid, this matrix to work out when you can actually play the game. <laughs> yeah, so you kind of get a demo. So early access from now on PC and uh, Xbox with your access. Yeah. Um, but then there's a Origins Premier, which is even better than Origins Access, which is the PC version of EA Access. So they get it a day earlier than that, I think. Um, to play the full game, sorry. That's a full right. game. Whereas EA Access is only 10 hours um, on like an Origins Access, but the Premier version, you get to play the whole game okay. from today. Uh, and then everything else is the 22nd. Um, but I'm not sure if there's different time zones within that. I don't know. This, this needs to stop. It's too, it is a bit ridiculous. It's too it, confusing, it? and it is just getting ludicrous. And I, I totally get the whole it started as if you pre-order it you can have it a couple of days early it was a simple enough premise but now we're getting to the the point where we we basically have to have an excel spreadsheet to understand (laughs) when we can start playing a game that's too much yeah too complicated yeah Yeah. Yeah. only Stuart neil wants that (laughs) and he doesn't even have a ps4 or xbox one so even he doesn't (laughs) want that yeah I think before it used to be if you've pre-ordered it and you had EA access, you could play it for 10 hours or you get the game straight away and it's effectively released. Um, And then it's normally three or four days after that, you get the full release. But anyway, that's Anthem. I am looking forward to it because who doesn't want to rock around as Iron Man and shoot stuff? We'll see. Um, Uh, Just just before you do move on, though, um, with all the release date shenanigans, does that not feel they're just trying to monetize the uh, compulsive high scorers competitive multiplayers because the people who are going to go for that who are the ones who want the most practice who want the highest score who want to rank up fastest level up prestige all that kind of stuff is is that not who they're just targeting with it pay your premium uh, and you can get the jump on everybody else and then does that make it inaccessible for people later on yeah but i don't i don't like pvp computer versus like people versus people to an extent multiplayer so I'm not bothered. Right, <laughs> if they want to splash out, puts the lid on that one. Let's move on. Most of the time, what happens is there's an essence of balancing, like in Destiny. Even though you've got your three v three, there is an essence of balancing. That does yeah. sound like like an emblem or something that you'd have to apply to your character, doesn't it? The essence of balancing. Yeah, <laughs> good clan name. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I don't really know a lot about the PvP stuff. It's more the you know three three or four team against everyone else but anyway that's not even one of my picks it's just worth mentioning um the one at the top of my list is division two just to go for exactly the same type of game (laughs) i've just i've just realized that your entire point was yeah i'm not going to pick anthem as as one of my choices it's it's going to be this well yeah because i just think it's a bit too like it's probably i'll probably be playing it by the time people are listening to it um but yeah division two every time somebody outside of the u.s i.e british podcasters talk about the sequel to the division can't help but think of the football pools results on a saturday afternoon <laughs> division <laughs> two <laughs> really enjoyed the first one played a lot well I, I played that much of it i triple dipped into the game so i've got it on pc xbox <laughs> and ps4 um thank you ubisoft to some of that so it's not all just me buying it three times um but yeah re- really really enjoyed it and towards the although it's not technically ended but the end of division um with all the updates and different things that they've done to it 
they've done a really good job with it and from playing the private beta that they had um it, it feels a lot smoother there's a lot of polish to it and they they're building on how the Div- original divisions ending so they've smoothed out a lot of the bits and you're getting crates as well as general loot drops so every time you level up or complete certain missions or daily challenges you get a crate and then it's a way of you leveling up your gear quicker and getting that gear because one of the things before was that and it's the same with a lot of mmos to get the good gear you have to go and do the big raids and things which is Mm. still probably going to be the case to Mm. an extent but there's similar level gear but not quite as good for the people that can't do those raids or get to do those raids so there's a way for you to kind of get to that gear level if you like um, or close to it um and just from playing the private base i got a lot of drops and different things um and it looks amazing as well okay. um, going around a, a rundown uh washington dc um so that's that's the first one um that's that's on my list and that's out 15th of march not that far off then it's it's a month no. from the day we're recording this four weeks yes so pretty close yeah, yeah. Uh, so what are you looking forward to, Matt? What's first well, on your list? Well, I've I've stuck, or rather just snuck in, uh, one from February, because, um, yes, it is the 15th we're recording this, and it's Dirt Rally 2.0. Get in there. Which, yeah, yeah I, I can't not buy it, I, or I can't not get it, or, or have a copy, or whatever, just whatever, get it to me. It's the follow-up to probably my favourite rally game ever. The Dirt series has always been great, but Dirt Rally was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Brutal and difficult, but amazing. And it's a spiritual successor to Colin McRae 2.0 as yep. well. So it's combining the two. And yeah, I just really, it just looks intense. And I love rally games. It's, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it looks amazing. You know, that does. Yeah, it's, it does. The only bit I'm not looking forward to is the rallycross because I suck at rallycross. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> the, the first one I, I never. I don't think I beat the second championship ever. I, I could do the rallies till the cows come home, um, even if I don't necessarily bring the car home complete. But the yeah. <laughs> um, but the the rallycross is so tough, and it really yeah. makes you work at it. That was one thing they did slightly better in Dirt Four. Actually, the rallycross was a touch easier. But yeah, that's it. My fir- my first one on the list is Dirt Rally Two Point Oh, and yeah. anybody anybody who's read any reviews on the site in the last four years will just know. Oh, yeah, obvious. Is is this the one where you get the surface degradation after after lots of cars have been over the track and and stuff? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> A lot of work's gone into this one. Yeah, it's it's looking absolutely stunning. And uh, our, I've got we're gonna stop calling him this, but I'll call him the last time. Our pet Glaswegian. We don't we don't have to stop. <laughs> well, yeah. we shouldn't. It's not very nice. But our pet Glaswegian uh, went and actually played the game at a rally course and then went rallying afterwards fairly Ooh. recently. And, yeah, we're all massively jealous, but he, he came back big thumbs up. He said it doesn't disappoint. Um, and if you search YouTube and Twitter, you can probably find some footage of him driving a rally car slowly. <laughs> 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 so, Andy, go on then. Give us your first. Okay then. Well, as a as a way of a segue, um, I've got another driving game. Wow. Oh, all right. But it's it's probably not as um as technically well refined as as Dirt Rally Two Point Oh. 
I'm quite looking forward to Dangerous Driving from Three Fields Entertainment is the spiritual successor to the Burnout series because I think the guys who, who set up Three Fields came from Criterion. Yes. And it just looks like it could have that slightly Burnout-esque fun. A fun racing game where you can just smash the shit <laughs> out of people. And also, it, it looks like it's taking on elements of um, of Chase HQ as well. <laughs> nice. It, it did, and I was watching the trailer this week, and I was thinking, did it have those in Burnout Takedown, though? You had to chase down a car, damage it, and take it out, didn't you? Which was very... So that yeah, you might you be repeating like elements of things, didn't you? That was chasing you yeah. in, in one of them, yeah. So, it, it, uh, or it was the first need for was it Need for Speed Hot Pursuit that they did something like that. It feels like it's been in there before, but yeah, yeah. they're all just Chase HQ club. Now, <laughs> now, uh, uh, blocky young Canadian Kishnabe, um made the point. I think on a you tweeted that that video. Mm. And he made the point why the dislike. And if if you look at it, the the proportion of people who've liked that video is almost as much as the proportion of people who've disliked that video. Really? Which doesn't I hadn't checked that. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't look great, does it, on the um on the old social media metrics. But reading into it, it sounds like a lot of the backlash is because they've um they've gone with Epic Game Store exclusivity oh. for the PC version. Who gives a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's the official that's the official starts of game they have a valid point having to double click a different icon on your desktop to launch a game is a massive hassle i mean there's all right it's not quite as simple as that the you know steam is a lot more developed than epic and it, it's got a yeah, lot more features and functionality and you can understand people's frustration with the metro thing where it was it was announced you know at the last minute after they'd been advertising it on steam the backlash on this one is a bit disappointing. I mean, it's it's clearly probably an economic decision on on the part of the publisher. If uh, you know, if the rates for Epic are uh, they're paying out less money. See, you see, yeah. I, I, and I don't, I, yeah. Flippancy aside, I don't disagree with what you're saying about the the status of the platforms and what they're capable of. And yeah, and yeah absolutely. Steam blasts everything out of the water, but to potentially damage developers and publishers incomes is just it's just not on to really because to, you're attacking the wrong Spite, point isn't it? especially a small studio and a small yeah. publisher as well like yeah. like this is the case so it's, it's maximum with with publishing uh three fields games uh but uh, but the other part is um a lot of people and i don't know whether this is linked to the backlash and it's just people i don't know it's just people Eating out where they can, but a lot of people saying, "Oh, it just—it looks like a mobile game. It looks like asphalt." I'm not entirely sure that's no. That's well, fair. actually, the last screenshots I saw of asphalt because I remember seeing them. I think they were reviewed in Scotch Corner at some point last year. One of the games I looked at it and didn't think it was a mobile game. I didn't think it looked bad at all. Is this, is there, is is this there, me? Is this me underappreciating asphalt? I don't know. It, we... it, it could be because, but the thing that dangerous driving is going to live or die by is its handling and how it makes you feel. That's what was the crux of the burnout games. They weren't the most graphically superior at the time. They were just fast and yeah. precise, and that's actually what you need. I did think it a little bit odd that you get two views in the demo, don't you? You get the um, 
in effect the bumper oh, cam the, the and sickening the bumper the cam. cam. Yeah, and I always drove in bumper cam. Oh, I could, I, I just you, a, a plague on both your houses. But, uh, <laughs> but it's the pros do it, Andy. I'm no, I'm no pro, Ali. I'm no pro. <laughs> <laughs> but that you know, when you're actually travelling at that amount of speed. You're not looking at your scenery or anything else around you. You're focusing at the point where the two white lines in front of you converge and hope there's not a car up here. That's pretty much all you're doing. Um, so does it really matter? Yeah, it's not great for an external video, but actually when you're playing the game. I suppose when you're just watching it on a video, you're you're losing that kind of that task focus, that narrowing yeah. of your vision. Yeah, and I do wonder if that's, that's part of it, because... It's yeah, by no means the prettiest racing game we've ever seen, but it's going to be down to how it plays. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see how it plays, and that's why I put it on my list. Of, and that's coming on the fourth of April on the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Cool, lovely. Uh, Ali, right, who's next? Ali, you got another one? Uh, yeah. Although <laughs> I've picked one that I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is it? Is it? Do, do you pronounce it Shikro? Is that how you pronounce it? Sekiro. I, I, I thought it was Sekiro. Um, basically, it's um, Dark Souls, but um, with like samurais, ninjas. Um, I I like how you've put it here on the page, and I think that's how you should describe it because Dark Souls but ninjas. Yeah, because that is <laughs> that is entirely the elevator pitch, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's technically samurais, isn't it? Because it's old school. I think it's done by the same guys. Yes. As well, yeah. Yeah, so it is like the same thing. Um, but it looks really, really good. I think it was at E3 last year uh, when they yeah, first showed some footage of it. Looks really good. I'm a sucker for those kind of games. I didn't really get into the Dark Souls series until the third one. Um, and there's a collection coming out, hopefully later this year. So I'm hoping to possibly pick that up later this year um, just to punish myself a little bit more. Didn't get it on my Switch because I'd probably snap my Switch in half. But yeah, uh, really looking forward to it. It is what it is, um, and it will be interesting to see. It looked gorgeous at E3, so it might not look that good when we get it, to be <laughs> realistic, but yeah, we'll see. I, I know it's not the same thing, but I'm quite excited by Sucker Punch's new title. Is it Ghosts of Tsushima? Yeah. That's, yeah, um, that's meant to be coming in 2019. I don't know when, um, which is why I've not put it on my list, but uh, that yeah, that looks really interesting as well. Yes, it, it does, they, yeah. They look like they were almost attempting to play them off against each other because there's the same sort of feudal Japan feel. Uh, but I, I think they'd be vastly different games. Yeah, um, ones you can't compare much with Dark Souls. There are a couple of other games out there similar to it. I think uh, the Ghosts of Tsushima will be a bit more of a hack and slash. I, I suspect so, knowing Sucker Punch, it'll be... Yeah. It'll be um, not not hesitant to say arcade action, but I think it will be more on the arcade scale than Sakira will be. Uh, yeah. Tsushima sounds like it's going to be um, like a, a a roaming open world type thing where you can just kind of... Ooh. Yeah. So basically The Witcher, but Samurais. Well, if you think um, Sucker Punch did uh, the Infamous games and yeah. Sly Cooper games as well, which... Infamous were open world. Um, I can't remember if Sly Cooper was or not. I've played them, but uh, it's been a while. But yeah, I, I kind of figured it'd be more that adventure style for that game. It looked gorgeous. It really did. 
Um, so we'll have to wait and see. I'm sneaking suspicion that might be next generation, though. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that that would be on my list as well, Andy. But it's uh, there's just no no date yet. 2019 question mark. I, mean, I think that's <laughs> I think that's true of quite a lot of things because I've I've been through this and and quite a lot of things I've been looking at and going oh I really fancy that and I don't mm-hmm. know when it's I don't know when it's meant to be coming. Death Stranding being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he feels 2019. Like it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Control, I think, was another one. The the guys who oh uh, yes was it five is that five oh five the guys who made Quantum Break. Who are yeah they're they're making control which looks that looks really interesting yeah um, um the uh skull and bones that looks pretty interesting I feel like we've been talking about skull and bones for ages well we had a teaser didn't we yeah. was that in twenty seventeen twenty nineteen we got a little bit of this is how it looks and I don't know if Sea of Thieves have influenced them or whatnot. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But it's just not on my list at the minute because I don't know when it's coming out. No, and then, and I guess the <laughs> the other one is um Cyberpunk, which yeah, you yeah. know, given um given how much polish I think they're going to give it, I I wouldn't be shocked if it was pushed back further, or if it's just one of those ones where possibly at this E3 they'll go do a bit of a Bethesda and go, oh yeah, it's out Here next it is. week yeah. or. Whatever, yeah, probably yeah, not. We, we put it on the store yesterday. Did no one notice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a few things we don't talk about here, but we're talking about those different types of games. But uh, Generation Zero from mm-hmm. Avalanche. I don't know if you guys have seen this. The um, robots have invaded 1982 Sweden. That sounds amazing. Oh. Look for the trailer. Look for the screenshots. It looks phenomenal. Open world sandbox. But I'm not entirely sure when that's coming out either. It does look stunning. Yeah, yeah, all sorts, all sorts of stuff to look forward to that we're not going to talk about in detail here. So, what yeah. are we going to talk about, Matthew? Yeah, what's your next one, Matthew? So, I'm going to talk about the Sinking City, which is another Lovecraftian detective horror game, which I reviewed Call of Cthulhu last year, uh, and I think I even put in there something about not seeing enough Lovecraftian games, uh, and then all of a sudden there's shed loads of them around. Is is this the one that's got like a slightly nineteen twenties nineteen thirties vibe about it? Yeah, this is this is the open world detective game. It's I think it's a detective action Ooh. game. It describes itself as um, set in a flooded city. You're you're there to investigate whatever you're investigating. And that bit's not quite clear yet. Um, you rock up. You're dealing with this decaying, sodden mess of a place filled with people to interact with, your investigation, as you expect, but then there are also the monsters and the psychological horror and everything else. Sounds like Doncaster. It it is. It's (laughs) very much like going to Doncaster. Yeah. Probably slightly safer. It also also sounds a little bit like (laughs) uh, L.A. Noir and Vampire had a baby. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, do you know it's got that vibe? It has. Yeah, yeah. The the trailer I've seen that is that's pretty much nailed it. Because I need to finish that, but that was a really good game. A couple of bugs with it and different things, but yeah, uh, that yeah, was a good was. game. Which one? Vampire. All right, not Ellie Noir. Vampire. <laughs> oh no, Ellie Noir was great, but just a bit. Yeah, save me yeah. after a bit. Mm. It's good though. So so yeah, it's looking good, and the, I think the thing that sold me on it is I watched a, a dev video about how they built the city, and they actually ended up building a specific piece of software 
that generates the city for them. So they have to put in like minimal effort, and they've now started um, uh, licensing that off to other games as well because it is oh, so cool. functional. Um, but there's some there's some really good stuff coming on it. I think that if you check out the website, which is thesinkingcity.com, there's quite a lot of trailers on there, a lot of photographs, and let you know more about it. it it might be one of those that sits firmly as a what would we call it a triple I game. It's not a triple A. Yeah, it's yeah. not an A. It's probably not even a B. But it is. It is shaping up to be really, really nice. Mm. I think it'll be another one of those hidden gems kind of things. I think it will be. And if anybody listening has played one of the recent Sherlock Holmes games, it's from those guys. And they did some interesting stuff with the uh, detective elements and putting clues together and things like that. So I think it's got real potential as this. Was that was that the crimes and punishment? There was crimes and punishment, and was it was it Devil's Daughter afterwards? I think there's been another one since. I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Frogwares, um, and published by Big Ben Interactive. So I, I think it'd be pretty good. What was it? One of those? One of those on Games with Gold or PlayStation Plus last uh, year? Crimes and Punishment, I think, was. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, Sinking City, it's shaping up to be quite nice, and it's out on the 21st of March. Oh. Mr. Brown, anything else tickle your fancy? Yeah. Tropico. <laughs> <laughs> Tropico. And I kind of, I feel a bit ashamed, really, because I, I bounced off Tropico 5 a bit, because um, my daughter was quite young, and I didn't really have the time to invest in it that I wanted to. But the earlier Tropico games I'd played on when I'd had a 360, and I really enjoyed them, the series, because it's like, it's like the world-building thing, but it just feels a little bit more personable and a little bit more developed in the, the way that you go about things. It's really hard mm. to explain. Yeah. But it's just, it's like SimCity with charm. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a lot of charm there. Um, yeah. I've nearly finished... It was on PlayStation Plus again, I think. Yes, it was. Five came to Plus, didn't it? And I think I've only got like another level or two to do on it. But it, it, it it's different to other of those. Are they classes? Real-time strategy? but It's not City Skylines. It's not SimCity. It's, yeah, it does feel more strategic, doesn't it? Yeah. You're part of a revolution, aren't you? And you've got to That's build right, your yeah. city. And yeah, it's it's just funny as well. So I've just, I've just got, and this is... It's all very, very vague in my mind, but I've just got this feeling like, yeah, I really want to play that. I really want to give it a go. It's that world building and management without having to do the minute detail of the building and the management. Well, I think it's also that thing about being able to rig elections and, and you know, basically <laughs> yeah. become an autocratic demigod. It's very yeah. appealing to me. I'm not going to lie. It, yeah. it appeals to the Tory politician in you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, little bit of politics. Not to make that fair, it appeals to the Labour politician in you. In fact, any any politician in the UK government, it appeals to you. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, I think I'm uh, I'm quite excited for that, and it's out on the end of March, I think. Yeah. Well, this, the debate, this, the debate we were having was: is it out on consoles at the end of March? Because I think I think the rumour is it's coming out on PC at the end of March. I'm firmly in the camp that it will be out on the PS4 and the Xbox One at the same time, 29th of March. According to Amazon, um, on PlayStation and 360, it's the 30th of August. Oh, crikey. PC's the 29th of March. 
All right. Wow. Okay. That that would be quite a quite a pushback, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Tropico Six. I want to be a dictator. Simple as that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So Ali, if you can't be a dictator, what do you want to be? Yeah. A dick. No. Um, <laughs> there you go. Well okay, that's a bit. Uh, that's a bit psychologically concerned. Uh, no, um, In the, the dress uh, and the makeup, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the next one on my list is Rage Two. Um, oh, nice. To be fair, oh, yeah, there's not an awful lot of stuff left to pick that really piques my interest. There's obviously um, Division uh, Division Two, uh, Dirt Rally Two, which I'll be getting along with Matt. Yeah, Rage Two. Uh, despite a very random E3 with Andrew WK, who I thought had just left the, I won't even say limelight because it was just a random rock band back in the day. Uh, I- I'm interested for it. Nobody can remember anything about the first one. Very true. I don't care what you say, apart from the boomerang that. Cuts people's heads off. I remember loading you know, screens. I remember having yeah. it. And I remember never getting more than fifteen percent because I got fed up of loading screens. I'm absolute. I'm absolutely convinced I'd finished Rage, and after the Rage Two announce, I went back through and like read the synopsis on Wikipedia, and I was just sat there going, "I don't remember that. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I don't remember that." I'd... Yeah, there were buggies. Yeah, I just don't remember a sodding thing about that game. It was like, it was like I, I suspect that every time you hit a loading screen, it was like one of those flashes in Men in Black. <laughs> the only explanation I can think of because yeah. nobody seems to remember anything about it. That's the thing, yeah. And I, I'm fairly certain I completed it like yourself, uh, Andy. But uh, was, it, was it PS3? No, it was multi-platform. So in theory, we should be able to find it in our trophies and achievements list. In theory, yes. And that would tell us whether we finished it. Does it even exist in there? Yeah, yeah. Was it just Maybe a, it's just a construct? A yeah. Um but to be fair, I, I I like the the crazy games and this looks crazy. It's shooting and all that usual stuff, but amped up and on steroids by the looks of it um and i remember that's roughly how the first rage kind of got everyone and then you played it and then i, I don't know whether it's just the adrenaline rush for too long that unlike doom couldn't sustain it and then you were just like yeah i'll, I'll leave this for a bit it's a bit too intense <laughs> so matthew your um your very interesting point about <laughs> we could check the trophies and my recollection of having completed it perhaps may not be accurate <laughs> you've got like one achievement I've got one achievement in it <laughs> <laughs> this might explain this might explain why I didn't remember any of it excellent yeah I, I I clearly I clearly remembered wrong about having having completed it what did I what did I complete then <laughs> But are you thinking well, I would say Mad Max, but God, that was a long, long haul. Oh God, I've yes. still, I've still got that in the cellophane. Have you? Yeah. So I think Mad Max took a lot of inspiration from the original Rage because, like you say, you had the buggies where you had to drive from different points, yeah. get out, and blow stuff up and whatnot. But just done boringly. And I have completed it. I've just checked true achievements, and I did complete it. 
I see you've got genuine amnesia. You might be the only one amongst us that did. I've just invented the fact that I played it. Yeah. I was so convinced. I was genuinely convinced. Did you play it on your Xbox or PlayStation? That's an interesting point. When can't believe I'd have double dipped on that because it would have been about the time I transitioned from my Xbox to... Uh, yeah, I played more of it than I thought I did. But I, I definitely knew I hadn't finished it. I did more than 50% of it by the looks of it, in in terms of the story elements. Far more than I thought I did. Still can't remember it. <laughs> but I still want the second one. <laughs> no, I, I bet that's fair enough, because the second one looks awesome. <laughs> and yeah. you know, you know, what's even worse, I'm, reading, I'm looking at how much time I spent playing it. I started it on the 29th of July, eh? and then I stopped playing it on the 4th of August. Seven days worth. <laughs> it does say quite a lot, doesn't it? So, but I am with you, Ali. Actually, I think Rage Two looks phenomenal. It, yeah. it looks like the over-the-top Far Cry that that we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doom meets Mad Max. I, I mean, I am in on that. Because yeah, like I say, I remember that's roughly what pulled everyone into the first one was the fact that not only did you have this crazy shooting with boomerangs cutting people's heads off, and you had to make your own weapons and different things. You also had the, the element of driving your buggy and truck and stuff. And I think you had to upgrade that as well. And it had that very much Mad Max-esque feel. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm not saying a word in case I in case I uncover any other games that I thought I'd played. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Matt? What's, uh, what's the last one on your list? Uh, it's actually a remake. That's the last one on my list. The one I have exceptionally fond memories of, so I'm definitely getting this. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Just just for me, the best kart racer ever. It's brilliantly playable. Uh, It's a fantastic multiplayer game, but it had an astounding single-player game for a a kart racer as well. It's just brilliant. A lot of fun, a lot of humour, a lot of heart. And yeah, it's just going to remind me of university days where I did nothing but play Crash Team Racing all day. Yeah, I just hope they've, they've done it justice and used similar to what they did for Crash Bandicoot because that, that came out really nice. Still hard as nails. I expect <laughs> they have done. I'm, I'm thinking it will be that. But uh, there's just no karting games around now, really, unless you want Mario Kart. There's only one that really bothers. Or, or a yeah, unless you've got a long-teased Sonic yeah. game that nobody really trusts Sonic games anymore anyway. So it's, yeah, it, I think it's needed to to remind people of the genre and to remind people of what the genre can do as well. Yeah. Um, I do hope it stands up a little bit, test of time-wise. Yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, no, I'll definitely be getting that and playing lots of it, probably on my own. It can't do any worse than what the Micro Machines remake did. No, it can't, can it? <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, nice and simple on that one. Crash Team Racing. If you've never played it, definitely look out on the 21st of June for it. And you can get that one on the Switch as well. Yeah. Ooh. Which is interesting, which, in fairness, most of the other things we've talked about are not necessarily Switch games. Well, I, nope. I have one I want to talk about that is going to be a Switch game. Go on, then. Does it have a title? Kind of. <laughs> is, is this going to get you kicked off the podcast? Yes. I want to play Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, all right then. <laughs> but I thought you were going to say your other one. 
Well, I'm going to because my caveat is Untitled Goose Game was originally due to be coming out in, as they said, early 2019. I've just looked on their website this afternoon and it just says coming 2019 now. Oh, boo. I want it to be a pleasant day in the village and I want to be a horrible goose. Simple as that. <laughs> so, House House, please bring me Untitled Goose Game. Seeing as you don't know when in 2019 it's going to be out, shall I pick another one? <laughs> Yeah, go, go on for it. I mean, I don't know how neither of you have, have picked this. I'm genuinely quite shocked and stunned. But this is a multi-platform release. It's going to feature cross-platform play Ooh. across Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Oh, PS4 still, you know, not so much playing their shenanigans. But this yeah. is a big title. This could be a game changer. It's coming yeah. in April. Well, I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. It's Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. I'm with you. I, I like a bit of Power Rangers. I'm oh, God. Yeah, right. We're both off the podcast. Yeah. Go, go then. Convince me why? Because I, I saw this. I was genuinely surprised. I thought, why would anyone in their right mind be looking forward to a Power Rangers game that isn't eight years old? So that, and that's the person, obviously, not the game. Well, hold on, hold on. Are you are you saying that you want a Power Rangers game from 2010, or no, that only an eight year old would like? You're eight years old. Right. Go on, then. convince me. Why should I be excited for Power Rangers Battle for the Grid? Uh, basically, it's it's going to be um, it's going to be a fighting game where you can you can pit the Power Rangers against their um, against their evil villains and arch nemesis. I, I mean. What's not to love about that? The only thing is with that is do you get to turn into Megazord? Well, do you get to use Megazord at some point? I mean, right? I would be seriously disappointed if you didn't. Yeah. Sorry, I, I'm just going to run you through Google Translate. <laughs> as long as you get to be the White Ranger, I'm, I'm down with that. But it's it's based on green. Right, the, the screens I've seen are um, a Red Ranger and Yellow Ranger facing off against the Green Ranger, which <gasps> does look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So there was another Power Rangers game, I think last year, which was in the same vein as Streets of Rage, which bizarrely was quite well received for the people that played it. But it was meant to be quite good. Yes, it says here in the uh-huh. in the blurb: pick current and classic range, pick current and classic rangers and uh, and villains like you've never seen before in team battles. <gasps> it just looks so good. Yeah, you got to love a good button bashing game. Yeah. It's got the original Red Ranger, Jason Scott Lee. Sorry, Jason Lee Scott. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gear, the Super Mega Force Yellow Ranger. Uh, Tommy Oliver, obviously the Green Ranger. And uh, Lord Draken. I just, it, yeah. I, I can't wait for the rest of the character reveals. <laughs> are, you, are you genuinely excited? Have you I mean, ironically picked this? I'll be honest, I was taking the <laughs> at first, but I, I'm kind of getting into it now. <laughs> yeah, get into it. Yeah. Yeah, when when okay. I first thought right, I'll enough. talk about this, I was like, "Yeah, right." But no, uh, do you know? Uh, I could go for this now. <laughs> Looks like a team kind of beat him up as well, yeah. so you can tag in another ranger. It does look good. Time. It does look good. Yeah, and and absolutely, that would be that would be the key thing if um if you could activate your your Zord power when when you're on the back foot. Do you know what I mean? Use it as a as a game changer. <laughs> I don't think Matt's on board okay. with this. I, no. I'm not, but I am not going to knock something that you're looking forward to. Whatever brings you pleasure. <laughs> I don't trust you entirely. 
<laughs> so that's yeah, that's that's I'm quite looking forward okay. to that. I am actually quite looking forward to that now. So that's coming out in April. All right. So yeah. I'll get it on the Switch, Ali. You could you could pick it up on the Xbox One and we can cross play. Yeah, or I might just get it on the Switch as well. Yeah, we could do that. Then we just yeah, play it on the go. You want to be Jeez, conventional? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we could follow that, to be honest. <laughs> well, actually, I've got one more. I'm going to chuck one more in. It, it hasn't made my list of games I'm really looking forward so it's to. It's the elephant in the room. Yeah. Yeah, it I've is. Got, it's not, not heard of that list game. Because. I'm going to get it, and I know I'm going to be disappointed, but I'm not going to be able to stop myself from buying it because I really like the idea. Uh, day's gone. Yeah. 26th of April. I really, really do like the idea of free-roaming motorcycle zombie killing. I just know I'm going to be disappointed, and I can't help it. But there is a plus point. I'll be able to gloat at how much better than World War Z it is when that eventually comes out. Yeah, but you know we'll get that. I'm quite excited about World War Z. I mean, no, right. No, let's stop this nonsense. World War Z. Yeah, Z. I, from from the bits I've seen, I really like the whole swarming mechanic that it's got. It, yeah, it's got the the potential to be another Left for Dead. Yeah, like a a slightly grittier. Mm. Yeah, you see, I'm 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 hoping I'm I'm putting out good vibes for World War Z. We'll 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 see we'll see what it's like when it does come out, but I think uh, yeah, Dame, Days Gone's one I will be getting and probably do- probably doesn't deserve to sit in the list of the ones we've already talked about given given how it's not looking good. 16th of April, World War Z. It's been announced. It'll be a warm-up for you, Matt. It's been announced this week. Has it? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, didn't think it had a release date. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was announced on Tuesday. Okay, well in that case then, around about the uh, 3rd, 4th of May, there'll be a World War Z versus Days Gone podcast. Oh, yeah. We'll have a face-off. A swarm-off. Yeah, the last survivor. Yes. Okay, look out for that one. Right, there we go. World War Z. That's commitment for you that you don't normally get on Code at Moments. Yeah. We're going to do a podcast in there. <laughs> to, to be honest, Ali, it's what, now the 15th of February? Yep. And we've already put out more podcasts in 2019 than we we have done in some years. Yeah. <laughs> Cooking with gas, baby. It's a, everybody might have even noticed that these come out every Tuesday. Right, we're, we're practically keeping a schedule. Oh. So you could say to people, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> you could say that to some people. So yeah. All right, then. We'll do a World War Z off. Okay. So that's our picks. Of the first half of 2019 uh, so the stuff that we are really looking forward to and we hope there's at least a few things on there that you are as well we would have included some twitter comments we did ask if people were interested in games coming out this year and um only one person came back to us and said nope can't think of anything so unfortunately we've got nothing to contribute from you guys however if you've been on twitter as you've been listening to this send us a message let us know what you're interested in and uh, what you're going to be picking up before june the 30th Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.